Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to your favorite show. It's Make Me a Musical. Oh, we're back, baby. We're, we're back, back, baby. Yes, yes, yes. I've missed doing this because honestly, it it does get our creativity going. It's about time we've been inspired again, and I feel like I'm thoroughly inspired. That's great. Um, you actually picked the topic that we're doing this week, and I kind of want you to introduce it. Sure. Um, we're going to be doing a musical version of the 2011 Johnny Depp film. Well, I guess it's Johnny Depp's starring film. Yeah, uh, it's a let, let's be let's be clear. It's a Gore Verbinski film. That is true. Johnny uh, Depp yes. is it. Johnny Depp is on the poster and I'm looking at the poster. So that's why I said that. Yes, um, it is an incredible film. If you haven't seen it, it might be the best Nickelodeon movie. Um, maybe it definitely is 100 percent. Which we do a lot of Nickelodeon movies on here. Um, we just did Rugrats in Paris and this. It's not like we yeah. did like, uh, what you call it, a uh, series of unfortunate events or something. Actually, that one's pretty good too, isn't it? That would make a really good musical, but that's that's for another day. Yeah. Nickelodeon movies weren't all garbage terrible the way that like Disney Channel movies were. No, Nickelodeon movies actually, I feel like they have a pretty decent track record, to be honest. I mean, let's think about the other ones. We've got like the Rugrats movie, which was the big one. You got Snow Day. Um, one, Rugrats no. Go Wild. The, the SpongeBob movie was good, though. Yes. I think all three SpongeBob movies are better than you would expect, even the I more recent one. Don't think I've seen the most recent one, although I did see um, Sponge Out of Water, which was pretty decent. I saw that one in theaters. Um, did I tell the story that I. Wanted to see Sponge Out of Water because I wanted to see 2D animation on the big screen. Um, And then we go there and it's sold out and I had to see Jupiter Ascending instead. And I just remember being so angry the entire experience of seeing Jupiter Ascending. I, You should have just went home. <laughs> I don't. People have now come back and said Jupiter Ascending is pretty good. I don't think I could ever get that bias out of my head ever again. I don't I don't think that's I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen that much of it, but I, I feel think like... it's just that people miss original content with a big budget um, as opposed to just Star Wars episode 29, which I understand that. But let's not pretend that that original content was like groundbreaking. All right. Well, back to Rango. Rango. Yes. 
So I've seen this movie twice, I think, both within the span of this year, because holy crap, this movie's a banger. <laughs> it didn't did it win Best Animated Feature? I think it lost. No, maybe it I'm won. incorrect. It okay, won. good. That that is well deserved. It is a great, great film. I wish Johnny Depp was not in it, but honestly, his you don't feel him in it the way you do in like a Tim Burton movie. He does fine. I think the best thing you can say about his performance is you can't entirely tell that it's him. And it's surprising because this isn't like made of voice actors. These are based on made of real actors that are just doing a very good voice acting job. I know this isn't a review of Rango. We're trying to turn into a musical, but gosh darn it. If you haven't seen Rango, please go see Rango. Just go see Rango. It's just super good. It really Mm -hmm. is. Cannot recommend it more. All right. So let's dive into the plot of Rango. So it's basically a liar coming in trying to... Um, it's a bug's life, a guy that's trying to pull off a lie to save a town. I, it's a, it's a very different type of story than you generally see though. Like in a bug's life, he's like a person who's part of the society that everyone has like, oh, this is an outcast dummy. Uh, and he has to prove himself. Whereas this one, this is just like total newcomer knows nothing, but he's like an actor and he like decides that he's going to pretend to be a hero. And then actually be a hero as well. And let's think of the big three traits that we need to translate to stage, which is the tone, which is dark. It is shockingly dark. Yeah. With a Uh, good lighthearted sense of humor about it. You have to do a good job with it, too, because I feel like in the movie, you know, the, the animation like that ugly animation style that they use, like almost intentionally. Yes. Sort of everyone is ugly everyone is ugly so i feel like you'd want to actually do costumes on the stage and have it be like purposely ugly in a way (laughs) i agree but i feel like you kind of have to embrace the julie tame more side of it where you can never always see the human despite this yes um but i think that's a good impression because it was a motion capture animated film so always seeing the human movement to it it was a very big part of it yeah um well i guess beyond tone because i I mean i agree with the tone and everything and i think you'd want to go with like a um you know kind of do music style wise what they do is you know the spaghetti western sort of feel and i think sticking with that would be the right idea Mm -hmm. but i there hasn't been a western musical and since like annie get your gun type so i'd be very very curious as to how a good ballad would sound with things. Um, the the other problem I see with this is Rango doesn't feel like a character that sings. And I know he's an actor, but we know very little about him before the story starts. We know nothing about his history or anything like that. And we never learned that. What if he doesn't sing? That is going to be my pitch, too, where <laughs> the town is the one that has all these needs. And Rango what is just if, this creature that comes in. What if it's actually like... Um... He starts singing when he finally decides that he's the hero. Like, he finally gets a song, like, halfway through. I think he should get it right when the climax happens. Like, when he finally decides to stop acting and become part of the town. That's you know, that's actually a, would be a very cool stylistic thing that I don't think I've seen any musical ever do. I will say the only I just recently saw this. Um, Schmigadoon does this where Keegan Michael oh. Key comes into this musical town and like r- avoids singing until the very last episode. Okay, I mean, so it's not purely original, but I mean, no, but it, it works be, for the story. I think it would work well. Um, so 
you could almost have like the uh i guess you'd call them a greek chorus but it's actually more of a uh, mariachi band uh yes do some you of cannot the, lose some, them yeah you do you could have them do like the opening number very easily honestly the opening number has almost already been written for us in the fact that it's in the movie <laughs> we just who have does, to add a bit to it who does the score to rango this is um, um yeah, that's actually a be... very good question it feels like it would be a hans zimmer since i know he works with gore verbinski quite a bit okay so th that's not uncommon to turn his music into like a oh, proper song with like the line thing and all that. In combination with Latin rock band uh, Los Lobos. You know what? I'm into it. Let's bring Los Lobos. They should compose the the score to this. Yeah. Um, um, let's see what the soundtrack is because I want to keep as much of that original score as we can because I think the songs and music here are great. There isn't that many like full length songs, but there's a couple that we could keep. And I think the opening is one of them, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. So I have another pitch. Um, there is that other character, the 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 girl character that um, Beans, oh, I believe is her Beans. Name. I think we should do what to her, what Field Juice the Musical did to Lydia and give her a real emotional through line and kind of make her the emotional core of the entire story. I absolutely agree because honestly in the movie she should have been that and they kind of didn't um, yeah <laughs> if there's one complaint about the movie it's the fact that she doesn't get enough she's just kind of weird which is fine but everyone's kind of weird yeah and so the, we the, need to, what what is her backstory in the movie she like lost her mom right uh she lost her both her, she, oh my god yeah her mom is is just never mentioned and her dad um she is in denial, but he fell down a mine shaft. Um, <laughs> but like the other characters aren't like if, if you mention it to her, she has like her panic attack that she has. OK, there's a lot of stuff. She is the emotional core of the story. And Rango kind of just bumbles into her. And we got to make her much more openly emotional in a weird way. And much more also, um, into Rango as a human being. Or she, she also has the more direct tie to the actual story as well because her um, big spoilers, I guess. I mean, if you're watching, see this, Rango you should be okay to be spoiled. But she has the um, last plot of land that needs to be purchased by the um, the bad guy um, mm -hmm. to you know redevelop and create the future or whatever they were trying to do. Um, yeah, so she is technically the most important character, and Rango is kind of like the eyes of the audience. Yeah, yeah like, literally speaking, that's how it is, you know. Mm -hmm. He's got big eyes. Yes. Well, actually, it's kind of small eyes. He just, they're, like, beady, but huge. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a weird... He's he's very ugly. Rango is an ugly, ugly man. Um, <laughs> But there's all these fun side characters, and that's what most of the film is, is kind of reveling in these side characters and these extra things, which would be great for a big ensemble. It's also... Uh... The movie almost feels like um, it's got like a couple different plot lines that just kind of all connect, you know, like you have the um, where he's just kind of wandering in the in the in the West and getting hunted by this bird. And then you also have this part where they go underground and try to get the water back from these thieves, um, which is just it's like kind of connected to the story, but it just feels like this like offshoot where they go on some other adventure. Yes, I think in theory we should cut all of that because that doesn't add itself to a musical story. And we're going to be adding a lot of time for songs and character builds. Yeah, and growth. I, that's what I was getting to is I think if we focus more directly on the plot at hand, um, we could add a lot more emotional depth to the story.
Mm-hmm. I would also like to try different variations of country and Western. Um, I feel like that is untapped potential. And I don't even particularly like country music, but there are so many variations of it. It would be cool that each person has a different variation of like country cowboy style. The bad guy should be like bro country, like modern country um, or pop country, I think is the proper term. Um, and I think like I was actually going to suggest Beans be a little bit more like rock edge country, um, not quite Taylor Swift, but uh, more in that vein. OK, um, whereas the older folks should be like the Johnny Cash style. And then Rango himself should be either at first, maybe like a true Broadway style. If I agree. He has anything. And yes. then later on, he can adopt an actual like spaghetti Western tone. Mm hmm. <laughs> I was thinking more he's wearing the per- persona, so he is like the least authentic version of it. So it is more like, oh, cowboys just... and Indians and all that kind of thing. And then yeah. when he gets there, he finally understands the emotional core of it, as dumb as that sounds, where it is much more of like Americana country, like as opposed, you know how being there, um, oh shit, seeing you from the end of uh, Groundhog Day, where that's a very like, country i appreciate the small town kind of song i think that would be it with a broadway voice okay yeah because i mean yeah no that's good um right. how about we need to break down some song ideas <laughs> yeah opening song i mean so the opening of the movie is pretty basic it's just like he's getting moved in a car and then the car crash well there's like a car accident and he flies out of the car and is yeah in the desert I mean, you could easily do something like that by just having like a uh, a very sudden uh, background change uh, somehow occur. I think this would be a great show for good projections, you know, like using really good projections to your advantage. So like skip the whole like action aspect of it and just have Mm -hmm. it be like he's in his tank and then boom, just shifts to the desert or whatever. I would like the idea. You've seen Django Unchained, right? I actually haven't, but you can go ahead and explain. Well, and. Um, Morricone does this incredible like score to that film where it's very like original like um, Western style. But he also there's a song about Django. It's like Django, Django. And I'm like, that that sounds like it would fit better in Rango. So I kind of want to give him like an intro song where <laughs> he it's, already like, this... he actually already has one. I want like much like more that. original like Western Clint Eastwood style. Because I have remember that heard, one being a little... Have you not heard Rango's actual theme? I think I have. I've, I've seen this movie a couple times, but it has been a few years, I will admit. The Rango theme song by Los Lobos is kind of like a, a rock, a, a Latin rock song where they're just like, Rango! <laughs> I, I don't I, know. I think we need to start with that and then immediately juxtapose it with what a lame piece of shit he is. Well, of course. Because that's the um, only way you can actually, really yeah, deal that would with be. It. That would be a great intro. Like you introduce it as if like this is like our hero, our big Western hero. And then it's just like him sitting down with that like mannequin that he has. <laughs> or he's playing a role and then we realize we're just in his crate. Yeah. His old, one of those series immediately juxtaposing it. Um, and then we introduce the town and we give it like the actual proper I want song of the town, which is we want to have our independence in a way. Well, they want water. That too, but they want to be disconnected, unre- untethered to like this big company, this big evil man. Well, they don't know he's evil, do they? I mean, doesn't everyone know every capitalist is evil? 
That's not true. I, I would say at the beginning of the show, their their want specifically is that they want more water. Um, and they don't necessarily know that the reason they don't have the water is the the mayor guy. Okay. Yeah. So something like we need a pun there. Like maybe it's like this dry old town, and then they literally mean it like dries and not wet. Yeah, there's also this, like, do you remember the, like, ritual that they had to get water? Yes. Um, it was strange, and Rango Extremely had the right bizarre reaction to it. <laughs> Maybe we could just have him enter in during that time. I don't think that's how it happens in the movie, but I think it would it work better. Not, but it might work better to introduce, like, holy crap, this is a very weird place that Be doesn't make sense. <laughs> because the Rango falling out of his crate, that's kind of the prologue, and this is, like, the proper opening number. And then we follow that up. Rango's like, what's going on? And oh, I'm, I'm a, I am a hero. I am Rango. I, I, I can save y'all. Um, and then we kind of fade into beans and make focus on her for a minute where we give her the I want song showing that she's the emotional core. Well, she's the one who brings him into town in the movie. Do we introduce her in the town? Like We introduce her w during the ritual, and she just kind of drags him in with them. Like I feel like he just kind of wanders until he wanders into the ritual, and then they kind of have their meet-cute together during that. So there's a scene in the movie that I really like that I think we have to keep, Let's or I it. want to keep. Um, he the scene where he goes into the uh, tavern and he tells the tall tale that finally like he it's him deciding that he's going to pretend to be a hero um, and he tells this tall tale about how he killed seven people with one bullet uh, and the whole town is like really into it and now they think he's a hero um, one I think you have to have that scene because otherwise the town has no reason to believe he's a hero another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, and two, I think that that would be a really funny song. I agree. All right. I think that should happen after Bean's song, though. I think be- yes. we kind of need to introduce the stakes, introduce the wands, and then supply Rango as the answer to this question. So I think that should be the follow-up yeah. to Bean's I Want song, which should be like what would it be like because she is kind of goofy and funny like it's not like she's a sad dour character she just has anxiety so i think beans wants things to be like they were in a way like she wants her farm to come back and she wants to pretend her dad isn't dead um so i don't i don't fully know what her want song would be sadly the movie hasn't given this to us and we know come up with something we have to figure something out um i like the idea of like before like that's a good rhymey title um but i think it should be like it starts out normal like i wish things were better like before i wish the the grass was greener like before and like all those normal things until it's like i wish my dad didn't fall people would stop saying my dad fell like down a mine shaft like like it gets more bonkers as it goes on which i think would be this strangely sincere song but also get laughs from the audience at the same time and get the point across there i can live with that and then halfway through she has an anxiety attack and then she's like catching her breath and then she finishes the song just all the all the music stops and like everything stops and she's just like (gasps) (sighs) and then Um, like she comes back to it um i think that's a great that's funny i like this all right then we have here's my pitch for the seven or seven one bullet like i feel like that's a good title for the song you know in the wizard of oz where dorothy is kind of like explaining what happened and everyone's singing around her but she's not really singing I think mm-hmm. that's it, where he'll describe something and then people will sing about what he just described. So there is a song about it Rango. Also, it should be like uh, them almost filling in the blanks for him, too. Like they're mm. just buying they're just buying his hype. <laughs> yes, um, but it should never be him singing because he's not a part of this town anymore or yet. Yet. Um, I'm Yeah, I mean, I'm good with that. And he he can it might even make it better because he can just like talk very dramatically about what yes. he did over over music or whatever and then they people are like filling in the blanks behind him there is a line that i like and i think i'm following through this i forget who said it but um they said in musical theater you only sing the truth <laughs> um which is the reason why rango never sings until the end because he doesn't buy any of his bullshit and it's a big old lie yeah which i think the end which ties in perfectly to this is um do you remember what happens at the end with the rattlesnake jake yes um it's like a shootout well no no he finally solves he gets trapped in like the chamber or whatever the with the water and then he manages to get out by just pressing a bullet against the glass essentially 
And then Rattlesnake Jake, who was like this big bad guy working for the mayor, realizes that he actually solved all the problems with one bullet. And he's <laughs> and he tips he tips his hat one legend to another. And I feel like you can just reprise one bullet, but Rango's actually singing it. I love it. Yep, I love it. Finally. He finally gets to sing his own chorus to his own. He became a tall tale. Yeah. You became the tall. Ah, oh, this is this should happen now. See, that's good. That's I think that that's actually really good. Um, like the first version, he never sings it, but then when it's true, then he yes. comes back to it. Hell yes. All right, but then the the point is right when this point is is when we kind of diverge into several like little plot cul de sacs where there's like fun entertaining vignettes in the movie, but I'm not sure yes. that's the best thing for this. It's musical too out there for a stage show i think people wouldn't and i get i get the intention with the movie and it works well in the movie but the problem kind of ends up being um there's not like a good plot to follow like the audience kind of knows what's going on like it's pretty obvious that this this mayor has all this water for some reason and no one else does and you kind of know what's happening and you're kind of just along for the ride with Rango. Whereas I feel like on a stage show that might be more frustrating. What we need um, is a good red herring where they think they're going towards this. Maybe we could even think that rattlesnake Jake is the full villain. And then we kind of frame it that the mayor is much more less involved. And what if the mayor actually sends him instead of sending him on this weird chase after <laughs> water thieves or whatever. Yeah. Um, the mayor tells him that, rattlesnake jake has taken the water and sends him to hunt him or something that sounds fun when they finally find him they realize that rattlesnake jake is actually working with the mayor yeah a real kind of water news from monsters inc kind of reveal where we all know who the bad guys are but it's kind of fun to watch the reveals happen and it's not too far from what the movie does but it doesn't have this like weird total offshoot thing that's not necessary And I think Bean should be on every single like thing because she is our emotional through line instead of kind of staying back, which is what's kind of weirdly sexist considering how important she is as a character. I feel like she could have like snuck on and been involved more. I mean, I agree. If there's anything this movie did uh, did wrong, it's the fact that they didn't they don't really have like an actual main character in the movie. It's Rango, Rango but. Rango's like not involved in anything directly you know like he he almost has this like I can leave at any time sort of feel (laughs) oh I have a great delusional thing that fits in with Bean's character but maybe I'm wrong tell me if you think she's convinced if the water comes back and everything returns like before her dad will come back (laughs) so she's like really hell-bent on getting the water back just as much as everyone else if not more so how do we uh how do you let her down easy on that I feel like she kind of has to let herself down. I I feel like the message there would be it's not good to be caught up in the past and it's good to try to change things for the better, but you, you're not going to return to the before. I feel like it has to come when Rango is revealed to be a fake, whereas if he's a fake, then that means, you know, X, Y, Z come to that conclusion. Um, and then she can finally go on with her life and Rango lives up to the potential. Like she realizes, yeah, the water not, may not bring things back, but at least it's better. 
Like it has yeah. to be a slow burn revelation where she has her darkest moment at the same time Rango has his darkest moment. Um, just... And then he accidentally says something a little too far. Like, I think we need the liar revealed thing a little more. I know we kind of glance over it and people just kind of forgive him pretty quickly in the movie. I feel like Rango needs to be real nasty in that moment. And he's like, your dad's dead. No matter how much water I bring back, he's not bringing him back. And he's for like a lot of it, he's playing along and saying like, yeah, yeah, yes, we'll get the water works. back. And, and then and then later he's like, I can't bring your dad back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? Uh, out of all the people I fooled, the easiest one was you because you're so stupid. You know, something like that. <laughs> the thing in the movie is the and it's good in the movie. They don't really do the whole liar reveal. No, thing. no. He's, he's not really a liar necessarily. He's just kind of a fool and not who he's. He's not entirely who he says he is, but he's actually is trying to be. Um, yes. I think we need to make him slightly nastier, just slightly. Yeah. Um, and the reason why you have a liar revealed thing is not for the character being the liar, um, their story arc. It is for the other people. But sadly, there aren't many other people to do this. In our story, we need beans. And that would be an emotional wake up call for her. Well, we're actually pushing on a half an hour here. Um, yeah, we. I mean, kind of. Uh, and I think the point of this is we're supposed to do it within a half an hour. Is there anything we're supposed to finish up with here before? I think we, we need a f we need uh, the climax and a villain song. Those are the big thing. We need the eleven o'clock number, which I think belongs to Beans, where she, I think she thinks that she can become the hero that Rango is supposed to be, and then she because she's still deep in that delusion, even though he spat out at her, and then she kind of gets herself in danger, and that's what brings Rango back to the call more than the town itself, but beans and he feels responsible for her that is our little bit of change from there i think the villain songs uh you'd have two villain songs you have rattlesnake jake who is like a secondary villain and his villain song would just be something mean you know he's just a nasty guy I th but the important thing is you kind of want like the shaky noise throughout it like you want to integrate the rattlesnake noises into the song a bit yeah, and then the more important villain song, the mayor's song, um, would actually be probably something that we could contrast Bean's song with, because the mayor's whole thing is that he wants to bring about the future where gunslingers and the West is, you know, uh, like the old Wild West is what I mean, is um, doesn't exist anymore, you know. Um, so he would be more about, I'm going to bring about the future and I don't care who gets left behind. Versus I, Beans uh, wanting to go back to what it was like before. I think it needs to be in the opening number where we introduce him. And then we kind of <laughs> contrast it with what he says later. Um, so it's kind of the same tune used differently. But yeah, because he's kind of a, you know, twist villain. Before twist villains were really like this gigantic thing. He was a, a bit of a twist villain, I guess. Yeah. And not like a big twist villain, like not you Hans know. from Frozen. <laughs> You know he's the bad guy. You're just trying to wait until you can figure out what the plan actually is. Right, right. Um, it's like the villain from Halloween Town. It's like you kind of know he was the villain, but whatever. Yeah. All right. And then we usually talk about who we would want to get to direct and write music for it. I think we briefly discussed music. Um, um, I think we should have um, some... I think... Ooh. There's no one that has this kind of style anymore. I, w I would almost want a new composer to come in and impart their own kind of like Western style because 
no one does stuff like Rango or the way that I think Rango should sound. Maybe well, the band think, from the movie. Yeah, I think, I mean, there is a lot of Latin rock groups and I, I think that would be the sound I would be wanting to look for. That and obviously someone who is a little more versatile than just rock. But if that sort of sound could work. Um, maybe if you've got like a Latin rock band and like what the movie does, someone who can orchestrate it in a more uh, a different way as well. We could do the SpongeBob thing where we just get a bunch of country artists in it to write for specific characters, but I don't much like that. Eh, I think that that, I mean, it works in SpongeBob to some degree, but that's because SpongeBob doesn't necessarily have to be that cohesive. I feel right. like a narrative like this, you would want it to be more cohesive. I agree. Um, is there any director? I don't know directors very well, but I think Alex Timbers would do actually a very good job with this. Um, who did the Moulin Rouge thing, but he also did Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. Um, I think he'd be very, very good there. Um, I really think yeah. a more direct version of this. Honestly, part of me kind of wishes Gore Verbinski would just come in and do it because I think he's a great director and I think he'd be great on stage. Get him to do Marvel movies or something good. Give him more work, please. Yeah, what what has he done, honestly? After Rango, he did The Lone Ranger and then his career died. Oh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. A Cure for Wellness. I don't Spaceless? even know what that is. Spaceless, which isn't out yet. I, the only one of these I've actually seen is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Which but he was... didn't direct that. He just produced okay. it. Yeah, he just produced it. He didn't even direct it. <laughs> I've never seen A Cure for Wellness. I don't even know what that is. Mouse Hunt's a good movie. He's done a lot of good movies. He did The American The Ring. Then he got caught in Pirate's World, and then he did The Lone Ranger and Rango. Rango's his best movie. Yeah, although honestly, like, I've never seen The Ring, so I won't comment on that, but I've heard it's okay. But, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies he did weren't, like, bad. <laughs> the first one, I think, is a proper amazing film. The second two are just good blockbusters. Yeah, but, I mean, they're, like, they're good. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why he, they don't hire him for anything. This the is Lone so Ranger was really, really bad. <laughs> That's why. I mean, sure, but like one bad movie versus at least four good movies. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, it, it was that bad. Um, but what do you think Ben Brantley would say about this? Uh, ben Brantley would hate it, which is all the better. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> all, right. all right. We just made a musical, guys. Thank you. And and really the point of the episode is go watch Rango. Yes, please go watch Rango. And what do you think we should make a musical of next week? We we're running out of ideas. Yeah. This this premise might have run its course. You know, we do what we can. We, we do it when we're having fun and this was a lot of fun to talk about and I kind of want to see this Rango musical to be honest. Justice I mean, for Beans. I would absolutely love to see Rango as a uh, as a musical. I think that that would be amazing. I agree. So people on the internet go write your musicals about Rango. Yeah, and we will see you, see you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.